0: here's your once a year I'm speaking today kind of and I just want to be diligent to deliver the word of the Lord in this atmosphere and let God have his way in this house for this year pastor Kevin has been ministering on the topic here comes the bride and I'm not really gonna veer too far off target But I wanna give some instruction today that I believe will set this year in motion in the way God wants it to move for your personal life, for my life, for this church, for this nation. We're in really critical times. I just gotta visit for a moment. We're in really critical times in the world around us. But you know, you don't have to be shaken by what's happening in culture when you're a member of another kingdom and another culture. And I just want to remind us as we step into 2024 and we just start this journey together to see what might unfold this year, that you are in this world, but you are not of this world. You may posi- be positioned here, you may be stationed here, but your DNA is not from here. You represent a God and a kingdom That is not of this world and you are not bound or limited to the systems of this world you are not bound or limited to the cultures of this world you are not bound and limited to whatever negativity is spreading in this world and I'm here to tell you you are bound to a kingdom that will never pass away and sometimes I think it's healthy for the world around us to get shaken so we remember That the world as we know it is not God's final plan and there's something bigger and there's something greater and I do believe that 2024 is going to be such a strategic year and pastor Kevin has said it so many times I'm gonna say it again because sometimes we got to hear things until it gets past our ears and into our spirit I want to say it until you wake up in the morning and you hear my annoying voice repeating it in your spirit But this house is called Redemption to the Nations. We received, really, vision and instruction years ago that what we would do in Chattanooga, Tennessee would expand beyond Chattanooga, Tennessee. This would be an epicenter that would affect the nations. And we've seen that over the years. Some of you have been to participate in that. But, but Pastor Kevin heard a specific word he has shared with this house. He said, the Lord said for 2024 until further notice, this is redemption to this nation. Now that doesn't mean we cease to pray for the nations of the earth, but it does mean this. If you study the placement of nations in the earth and how they work together, what happens in this nation actually affects the nations. It can shift and it can turn the nations and right now i believe the enemy has had america in his sights as a bullseye for some time now but god has his eye on america for something totally different why should you care about that this morning because you live here Well, Pastor Devin, you always got to be talking about your nation because I live here. My children are citizens of this nation, and what happens here affects my house. It affects my two-year-old. It affects my grandchildren I haven't met yet. It affects my great-grandchildren who have already been anointed to inherit the earth. Why should you start caring about your nation? Because God seated you here with authority for a land that belongs. This is your seat. And we've been called into the kingdom for such a time as this. So Pastor Kevin said, until further notice, it's redemption to this nation. And I want to talk just briefly about the timing that we're in. Some of it will be a repeat, and that's okay. Get it in your spirit. But it's new instruction today that I'm asking us all to participate in. So when we come together on Sunday mornings, the purpose of a Sunday morning gathering is to gather the ecclesia for apostolic instruction. This is your fueling station. You know, just like you drive your car up to the BP and you pump it full of gas so you can continue down the road, this gathering is not just so you can relieve your conscience or so you can wear your new suit or so you can connect with your buddies. All of those are wonderful byproducts I love fellowshipping at church but this is the place you get fueled up so your family can continue to move forward this is the place you receive and you receive instruction and impartation so that when you leave this place you can be an effective citizen for the kingdom of God if your partnership with God is only confined to your Sunday morning experience you are not living your best life yet this is just a launching pad a fueling station for you you to be effective when you leave these walls so I know most of the time that comes in the form of a sermon but this is not that today this is really like a strategy room but this is strategy for this coming year that I believe can be just as effective as a sermon if we let it get in our spirit because I believe God is giving us instructions so that no matter what happens in the world around us we will ma- remain grounded in his kingdom and I am still a believer that we can live in Goshen no matter what happens in the Egypt around us but hearing the word of the Lord and obeying the word of the Lord are pertinent in everyday life but specifically in seasons of shifting and in transition it's been a prayer i've prayed since last year god let me be in the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right thing that's a real good prayer you can pray in 2024 four points let me be in the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right thing and then i even pray father let my enemy find himself in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people doing the wrong thing And when you live a life like that, you're going to find yourself waking up to days with detours. Days where you think you're going one direction, but God will reroute you around your enemy just to make sure you're in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing with the right people. And this is a year where timing matters. This is a year where time matters. So here's the repeat, but just bear with me. This whole year is about time. This is a specific year that has to do with time. And you know this, we are in a leap year. Israel is in a leap year. And this year's theme is the redemption of time. In the natural, you are in a year that an extra day has been added to redeem three years of lost time. It's a time when the American calendar actually changes. We just decide to add a day so that we get back in synchronization with time around us. Same thing's happening in Israel. They don't just add a day, they add a month. And they do this because that nation, the nation of Israel, they operate according to the seasons and feasts of Yahweh. These seasons were set into motion in Scripture back in the beginning, And our time our natural time and the way we organize it will actually get us out of synchronization with the moon cycle and the feast so do you know what Israel does they add a leap year so that their time stays in alignment with the moon cycles and the feast pastor Devin, why is that important because the nation of Israel is actually saying our time is going to bow this year to God's time because we don't want our earthly time to get out of synchronization with heaven's time. That's why this year is important. This year is your year to get in synchronization with heaven's clock over your personal life, over your family, over this church and over this nation. This is God's leap year. This is his year to make earthly time bow to heavenly time. And we want to be in the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right thing so it's time for us to yield to seeking the Lord in prayer I want to talk a little bit about prayer strategy because if you think you can live a life without prayer and communion with Yahweh and be in synchronization with his realm you are sadly mistaken The only way that we can make sure we are aligned, the only way you can have days with detours and you can walk in the spirit is if your spirit is in tune and your ears are opening to what God is saying and God is doing. And the only way you can know what is going on in the heart of God is to talk to him. Any relationship in your house is built on communication, and it's no different in the kingdom of God. And this year, because it's all about timing, it's, God is calling us to a season of intensified and focused prayer, specifically for our nation. We are truly in an Esther moment. Y'all have been hearing me say this since 2022, and I believe this year is a year of demarcation it's a year that is pregnant the Jewish people actually call leap year the pregnant year and 2024 is a pregnant year what's crazy about this word pregnant we always think of it just as a woman giving birth but by definition that word pregnant has a couple other meanings something is pregnant when it's rich in significance and rich in application Something is pregnant when it has possibilities of development or consequence involving important issues. Let me just break it down really plain. When something is pregnant, there are important consequences that are being weighed in the balance. And this is a year where decisions that are made, choices that are made, directions that are taken will have grave and great consequence, not only in our personal lives, but in the future of this nation. I believe personally, this is not the word of the Lord, this is Devin's two cent opinion that I receive in prayer. That the decisions the choices and the way we pray and handle the directions of the lord this year in our nation will affect this nation for the next 10 years that What happens this year is not just about this year the urgency of the hour is not just about January through December on your 2024 calendar January through December is pregnant with grave consequence for the next 10 years of your future and the future of this nation why pastor Devin I'm not quite sure because we're in January We got a lot of time to see what unfolds but all I know is this I don't have to know what holds tomorrow I don't have to know what tomorrow holds I ruined my own saying I just have to know who holds tomorrow and I'm here to tell you pressure wait worry fear over the future will accomplish nothing for your family it will accomplish nothing for your life watching the news for two hours so that you have nightmares about your economic future and fear about nuclear war filling yourself with anxiety about things you cannot control anyway are not the strategy for surviving 2024 If that has been your daily diet thus far, I have come to help you shift in a different direction because what you hear and what you see is not going to get better this year. It's going to get worse. But guess what? You and I are going to get better this year because that will not be what feeds our temperament and our decision making. We're about to hook up to a kingdom that is founded on the rock and it will not shift when culture shifts it will not shift when people shift. we're linked up with a king and a ruler who was not elected he was born in the position in which he exists no man can stop him no man can remove him no man can change him no man can hinder him you don't have to worry about tomorrow your father is Yahweh God Spoke the world into existence he holds it in the very palm of his hand do not let the news tell you where your faith should reside your faith should be in Yahweh and Yahweh alone (laughs) don't you worry if your little American dollar ceases to exist in value I know a God who can rain manna down from heaven I know a God who can send ravens from the the wicked rulers table to drop food at my feet I know a God who has angels that can deliver cakes of bread to me when I'm weary do you hear me we have to shift our faith from something that is faulty to something that is sure and if you don't pray you won't know the benefits of the God you serve the security of who he is to you. He is your father. And God is calling us to change our focus. Because in the past, especially at the turning of this decade, the church has been greatly shaken. The church at times has experienced great confusion. The church has gone through a great sifting We have seen it corporately. We have seen it in individual leaders. All I'm here to tell you is that God is showing us that our focus has been off. And in times of trial and in times of pressure wherever the foundation is faulty will be exposed and God is giving us an opportunity in 2024 to lay a new foundation so that whatever is coming will not shake us like it did in the past pastor Devin does that mean something's coming probably but let me tell you something I'm not sitting up at night waiting and wondering what's coming I'm sitting up at night fasting and praying saying yo so it'll be the best of times and the worst of times and it's a call to pray and Esther was Queen during a pregnant year we often quote the saying for such a time as this but if you really understood the timing that such a time as this is attached to you would never pray that over your life what does it mean to be Queen in such a time as this I promise you it doesn't mean to be queen during Christmas. It doesn't mean to be Queen when everything is easy and going right Esther was Queen in such a time as this what was that time it was a time of urgency it was a time of life and death it was a time that future generations hung in the balance it was a time a Kairos moment where the enemy wanted to destroy that God wanted to intervene and this little orphan girl was sitting in a seat where the whole world was saying what are you gonna do Esther This is the church, because every time we preach on Esther, we think it's a women's ministry message. Can we just break that mold in this church right now that Esther represents the bride of Christ? That's every male, every female, every son, every daughter, rich, poor. No matter what culture, you are the body of Christ, and you are seated in a position of authority in a timing where what you say matters we're here in the kingdom for such a time as this you are warming a seat in this sanctuary because god put breath in your body for such a time as this i don't care how old you are i don't care how young you are if the individual it's a church it's a body of Christ that is moving in this season and you are here for such a time as this what time is it you may be asking what such time is it pastor Devin and I want to look at the story of Esther to see if anybody is experiencing what I'm experiencing in the time we're in as I was fasting and seeking the Lord at the beginning of the year, I always ask for alignment with time. I always ask him to set my clock to his clock to give me instructions on what time it is. I was just saying at, the, at Cleveland campus this morning, it's one thing to know what to do. It's hard to know what to do. It's even harder to know when to do it. Timing and action they have to coincide they have to come into unity and unfortunately peter demonstrates to us You can do the wrong thing at the wrong time and cause lots of damage You can have the right motive but be moving in the wrong season You can even have right timing but wrong actions and produce damage and we have seen a church that Sometimes knows what to do but can't get in alignment with time or maybe they have an opportunity And they do the wrong thing and God is ready for a year where the bride is actually praying alignment with him and that every moment is not wasted but is full of potential because it's a pregnant year and I asked the Lord what time is it and he took me to Ecclesiastes 3 and 2 and he said Devin it's a time for you to die Wow, Lord I was really hoping you would say something phenomenal to me something great to me And this is how my 2024 is gonna start actually it it started at the end of 2023 for me and I just need to know is there anybody in this house who feel like you crossed over the doorway of this year in a death in your heart a death in your spirit a death in your life a surrender that hurt a yieldedness that was costly But this is where the story of esther begins yeah we skip ahead till she's standing in front of the king and we skip ahead until she is watching her enemy hang on his own gallows but we have to start with her surrender and it was this if i perish i perish she had to walk through the valley of death not only did she say it she lived it esther went on a three-day fast And if you study the type of fast that Esther did, you can survive three days without food. I know your body will tell you you can't, but you can. But you can't really survive more than three days without water. Esther took a fast of death. That's called urgency. That's called urgency. what does it take for you To pay attention to urgency and what are you willing to shift in your life in response to urgency when I don't feel urgent about something it becomes optional like my daily devotions or like when Pastor Kevin asked me to show up and pray on Tuesdays right but If I am feeling symptoms of a heart attack I don't put a pin in it and see if I have time tomorrow to check it I drop my calendar I get in my car and I go to an emergency room or an urgent care facility to say something is going on that requires attention right now what drove Esther to such a radical moment of death Urgency. See, Mordecai said, Hey, Esther, this is what's going on in the kingdom, and I really need you to do something about it. And for a moment, she thought it was optional. She was like, Nah, it could kill me. And he came back to her and he stirred urgency in her heart. He said, Esther, if you're silent, you and your household will perish, and God will find a deliverer somewhere else. But who knows that you've been called to the kingdom for such an urgent time as this. And something in Esther's priorities shifted because she recognized that silence was not a luxury anymore. I don't know who I came to pray an anointing of urgency on, but urgency has eaten me alive. Urgency of understanding that what God is asking me to do today cannot wait until tomorrow. Urgency of understanding that tomorrow will be gravely different if I don't obey today. An urgency realizing that God is searching the earth, looking for an intercessor, looking to see whom he can show himself strong on behalf of. He's searching. And his eyes are upon you and upon me and we can be silent and our households can perish we can be silent and the nation in which we reside can perish or who knows maybe perhaps you were placed into the kingdom for this time What if everything you're complaining about that is happening around you is actually something you have the keys within your spirit to shift? How would that change your prayer life? Most of us don't pray because we don't feel like it's effective. But how would your prayer life change tomorrow if you knew your prayers could actually shift what you're worried about? We would pray differently we would shift our thinking like esther we would remove whatever is not urgent in order to address what is before us and this is one of those calls for 2024 it's the Lord saying hello church wake up bride of Christ I need a bride who is awake and who is alert and understands the urgency of the hour because I desire to do some things in this nation. The enemy desires to do some things in this nation. And perhaps I put you in the position I put you so that you can ensure my will is done in the place in which you have been planted. And that's the call to prayer for such a time as this. It's a time to die. It's a time to surrender our mouth. Our poor students have heard this like 12 times. They get to hear it again. This is the year of the mouth. We're in the year 5780. It started in 2020. The decade of pay. 80 is the Hebrew word, letter pay, P E Y, and it is literally the pictograph of a mouth. And isn't it ironic, in the decade of the mouth, we started with masks on our mouth. Even in that word pay, there's a hidden letter inside that letter called bet, B-E-T. Bet is pictured by a house. So go figure, if we had maybe researched the time a little bit, we would not have been so caught off guard by quarantine. Because in the turning of the decade, it was really the decade of the mouth in the house. And we all found ourselves stuck at home with our mouths masked. Oh, and some of you were so worried about what was happening in the natural, we should have been more worried about what that meant in the spirit thank god we seem to have gotten to the other side of COVID, and your mask is off in the natural but some of you have never taken it off in the spirit you're still muzzled you're still edited you're still muted you're still so afraid that what come out of your mouth might hurt somebody else or offend someone or cost you social media falling what happened is in the decade the turning of the decade of the mouth the bride learned to be silent the church learned to be edited The church became focused on political correctness. And we watched our nation go down a slope of degradation because the church became quiet. And you don't have to clap for me to know it's true because you're not in my prayer life. And you don't know the tears I have wept as a leader for the responsibility I carry for not being as loud as I should have been in specific seasons. But I'm here to tell you, the best thing we can do with our mistakes is learn from them. And you better get a seatbelt this year because I will never be silent again my children's future is worth any cost it takes for my mouth to become surrendered to him so now we are in the year 5784 and that word that that number 4 is actually a door a swinging tent door pastor kevin already taught this but if you put it together it means we're in the year not of the mouth in the house but the mouth at the door Meaning what you say out of your mouth will affect every door in your life. Your words will either open doors or shut doors. That is in your household and that is in this nation. God is saying, I have set before you an open door. It's a year of pregnancy and opportunity. And what we say will determine what happens with the opportunity ahead of us so happen in your personal life that's why this year it is so important to make sure our mouths are surrendered to Yahweh because God is ready for the bride to make a sound in the ear of the mouth at the door for doors to open that no man can shut and doors to shut that no man can open But what's so crazy is we were in class with the Ark Academy. I don't want to embarrass him, but Joseph, I'll just call him right out. He had this incredible word from the Lord. We're talking about our mouth at the door. We're talking about our prayer strategy. Our firebrand students, our school students, they're in this conditioning of their mouth for 40 days. We're giving thanksgiving, we're omitting words, and we have 40 minutes of silence every day to learn how to yield our mouths. And Joseph said, you know as we're praying for our nation pastor Devon, we're praying for LA the Lord took me to the story of Jericho and It was the opening of their mouth that toppled the walls But for six days prior to their sound God made them be silent and I Realized that it's not our words that move doors It's his word and God will take us into a season of silence so that we yield our mouth so that when you do make a sound it's actually effective this is the deal there have there's been a lot of noise since 2020 but not of a lot of effective declaration that's been happening and god doesn't want the church to be a bride of wasted noise this year but effective sound And God said, Devin, you're going to start the year in silence because you're going to end it in sound. And I'm here to tell you God is taking us into a season of death a season of surrender even a season of silence so that when it's time and our mouth opens it has the authority of heaven Esther's weapon was her mouth the only thing that stood between her and the deliverance of Israel was her decision to open her mouth and be silent no longer because your mouth is the gate and the door of your life and God spoke this to me in noon prayer a couple weeks ago. He said if you will open your mouth I will open the gates of this nation if you will open your gates I will open the gates of this nation and some of you your breakthrough is simply on the other side of a redeemed declaration from your mouth a holy declaration from your mouth silence can only exist to condition us so that our sound is more effective and Ezekiel used sound to bring life to a nation in Ezekiel chapter 37 we find he's in the valley of dry bones it's not just the nation of Israel represented in death but they have decayed it's a long-term death the Bible says their bones have been bleached white Their bones have been separated. It's from death to hopelessness. He's in a valley of his nation. And God asks him the same question I have heard in my spirit since 2022. And Yahweh is asking you today, can these bones live? When you look at the nation around you, the question is can these bones live and let me let you in on a little secret god never asks a question because he doesn't know the answer god asks a question to find out where you are where your faith level is where your focus is because he doesn't change but if you don't get an agreement with him god will ask you a question to find out where he has to get started with you he said son of man can these bones live and note to self ezekiel gives us the best model for god answers to god questions he says father only you know and the solution for the valley of dry bones he did not say ezekiel have a conference he did not say ezekiel organize a protest he did not say Ezekiel write a book make a podcast ooh he did not say Ezekiel vent your opinion on your social media and the bones will live he said son of man prophesy to the bones in other words the only thing that will bring sound but even then he did not say Ezekiel say your opinion to the bones Speak your wish list to the bones. Make sure you insert your political opinion to the bones. Make sure you give your biased prejudices through your mouth to the bones and they will live. That's not what he said because Ezekiel had a mouth that was surrendered. He said, Ezekiel, tell the dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Let me tell you something, if the bride of Christ doesn't stop using the pulpit platform we will never see this nation live again if you don't stop using your influence to expand your personal opinion you will never see life but what American needs is a revival of the word of the Lord what this nation needs is the prophesying of his word oh I feel it coming right back at me It does not bother me one bit Because if what we were doing was working we wouldn't be in the position we are in right now if you think sir or ma'am what you are doing is working then why is our nation dying at some point we've got to shut it down we've got to shut our mouths we've got to get silent in prayer and say father what do you want me to prophesy what would happen in this nation If the airways were filled with the Word of the Lord what would happen in this nation if your social media was saturated with the Word of the Lord I'll tell you what would happen the Bible says the Word of the Lord it will Actually perform what it is sent forth to do it cannot return void you know what that means empty it means the Word of God is pregnant and when it is sent forth it actually births it cannot return empty your words don't birth I'm here to tell you God's Word will birth national revival and all he needs is a few mouths that will get in agreement and say to the dry bones hear the word of the Lord So this year we're going to have a prayer movement, but we're going to have a word movement because what I have realized is Devin Wallace's opinion doesn't really save a nation, but God's word, both written and spoken, will shift the hardest heart. And it's time for us to release the word of the Lord. So I'm calling us to a specific assignment. I could preach three hours on this. So deep in my bones, I'm not going to, so breathe. We're coming to a landing right now. Cause I do feel like the strategy is so important, but we're here to see our nation shifted. And this is redemption to the nations and redemption to this nation for 2024. And I'm calling us into agreement I'm asking you to take the rest of January as your silent season. Just seek the Lord with me and see if he won't confirm his word and draw your heart to come into agreement with the mandate of this house. But we're gonna start a prayer movement for this nation in 2024. If you're a mom, you need to join this prayer movement with me. If you're a father you need to join this prayer movement with this is not a prayer movement of political leaders and religious leaders this is a movement of families yeah. families who recognize if we don't pray what we value most will be taken into the bondage of our enemies mothers who realize if you don't pray the future you desire for your children hangs in the balance but that you have been anointed for this this is a call to the whole body the whole family to come together in focused prayer so what are we gonna do number one we're going to fast and pray every month you've already been conditioned for this we've done this for a couple years at redemption to the nation's church but maybe not quite like this this year we're going to spend three days of fasting and prayer for our nation for national revival, for awakening, for the city in which you live. Revival starts in your house, spreads to your city, and infects your nation. We'll pray for all those layers. We're going to fast and pray for our nation because God has called us to lead the charge. There will be thousands joining us all over this nation that have already agreed to do this. It won't even just be our church because it's not just about us. But i believe the church in america is waking up and realizing the urgency of this hour and we're going to join together and pray every national revival in the history of humanity both in modern history and both in biblical history started when someone prayed god says if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray listen to this sentence i will hear from heaven Forgive their sins and heal their land. What does that mean, Pastor Devin? If God doesn't hear us, he doesn't answer us. You have not because you ask not. Why are we not in national revival? According to that scripture, it may mean God doesn't hear anything coming from this nation. It's time to make some noise in prayer. It's time for heaven to hear your voice in intercession. We're gonna take the first three days of every month. We have traditionally done the first Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. We're gonna make it really simple and streamlined. You can look at your calendar from now through the end of the year and know when it's coming. One, two, three. First, second, third. We're going to give Him the first fruits of our mouth in the first of every month. prayer and we're going to pray those three days what's going to happen here in church you've kind of already been part of it on push tuesdays we would come three times a day for prayer and during these three days of prayer we'll have three times of prayer here at this church that you can participate in some might be calls in the future who knows we're going to explore every venue of prayer where we can come into agreement but i will tell you our goal by the end of the year however god gives us grace is to actually have 72 hours of unbroken worship and intercession every month in this sanctuary. The tabernacle of David, incense before the Lord to heaven, crying day and night, night and day. So we'll start with three times a day, but there'll be a day you can come at three o'clock in the morning and lay on this floor and cry out for your household and cry out for this nation. The first, the second, and third of every month. And we're gonna fast. I'm calling us to an Esther fast, breathe in duration. That means three days of fasting. But its content will be determined by you and the Holy Ghost. I can't possibly know everyone's work schedules or demands on their life or medical conditions. So I'm just here to tell you, you and the Holy Ghost are going to have to figure out what you can fast include the whole household I said all the time let your kids give up chick-fil-a or give up chocolate everybody can participate and if you think your five-year-old's prayers don't shift heaven you've not been at this church long enough let your babies prophesy with you let whole families come together you know what makes fasting easier when the dinner table is the same let's be unified let this be a family affair Figure out what you can do together, and if it's sweet tea, I'll take it. Some of you may go on a full fast. Whatever God leads you, it's not about the more you starve yourself, the more spiritual you are. Obedience is better than sacrifice. It's about your yieldedness to what God says he's requiring of you, and it will never be easy. Maybe I'll teach on fasting at some point this year. It don't matter what you pick to fast. As soon as you pick it, you're going to crave it. Somebody's gonna bring it to you as soon as you set your mind to seek the Lord everything around you will try to tempt you To turn away. So let me just tell you now. It's not gonna be easy It's not gonna feel good on your flesh. You may get a headache But I'm here to tell you the eternal fruit of your yieldedness to the Lord is absolutely worth it As I was on my last fast You all may think I'm a super faster. I hate it. I cry And I sat in front of something I really wanted, and I was whining, God, I want that. And the Lord said, do you? What do you want, Devin? I said, actually, Lord, I want this nation to turn to you. He said, then you don't want that. Isn't it more important than a Chick-fil-A sandwich once a month? What has happened to us, church? What has happened to us that the cares of this life and temporary satisfaction have robbed us of eternal promises? This is not a babysitter's club. You've been called to be a part of an ecclesia and an army that was positioned till the kingdoms of this earth become the kingdoms of our God. Let's sit in our seat, yield it to the king, and watch results happen. Three days of fasting, whatever you can do. Three days of prayer, however you can do it. And three days of prophesying. We're not just gonna starve ourselves, we're gonna release the word of the Lord. And every day we're gonna have targeted passages you pray. You can write these down right now Isaiah 44 and 3. This was the revival, prayed, this was the scripture prayed for months at the Hibernese revival in Scotland that shifted a nation and one that has arrested my heart. That he will pour water out on a dry and thirsty land we're calling for rivers in the desert we're calling for the fountains of the deep to break open over this nation and the river of god to flow again we're going to speak to it we're going to prophesy isaiah 44 and 3 we're going to prophesy as psalms 24 in 2024 it's so funny one of them is isaiah 44 one of them is psalms 24 lift up you gates lift be lifted up you ancient doors that the king of glory may come in we're gonna take these passages we're gonna insert America we're gonna make them personal and we're gonna decree them over this nation and while we're fasting and praying and speaking to the gates of this nation from this place I'm gonna be going to the gates of this nation and running and praying myself some of you may get to join me i'll release information but let me just tell you something don't get caught up in a trip it's not it's not for everybody it is for everybody to pray it's for everyone to pray a few to go but all of us to be in unity but the lord said devon i'm going to send you to seven gates of this nation you're going to command them to open for my glory I'm gonna finish that assignment this year and I'm asking you fast with me pray with me prophesy the word of the Lord and if we will take the first three days of every month and we will pray we will fast just like Esther and we will prophesy just like Ezekiel God will download strategy and instruction in every area of your life you will not be caught off guard you will not be out of sync I promise you before the Lord if you will commit yourself to prayer you will be in the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right thing and by the end of this year we will see the fruit of yielded obedience stand with me all over this place so I'm asking you to join this house in this movement we'll be calling on churches all over this nation Because it's not pleasant to deliver a word like this at lunchtime on a Sunday, I promise. But do you know what drives me to do it? Urgency. Urgency. This is not a cool sermon I came up with. It wasn't one anyways. I am consumed with a call to pray and if you are willing to join with this house in prayer with our leaders in prayer today i want to close by praying a prayer over you because this is the beautiful thing about yahweh he never asks us to do something that he doesn't give us the ability to do it's the secret of the kingdom he cheats for you he was samson's strength he was mary's grace He was David's anointing to war. There there is no human being on this earth that ever accomplished God's God assignments in their own strength. And God is not even asking you to do this in your own strength. He just wants to know if you're willing. And if you're willing, he's going to give you and your children a grace to seek him this year more than you ever have. Some of you that have never prayed more than five minutes, I'm gonna have to peel you off the floor at 3 a.m. this year. Some of you that have never fasted, you're going to say, Pastor Devin, I wanted it. But I'm going to tell you something. There was just a strength in me. It wasn't as hard as it usually was. God helped me. Some of you are going to consume the word and it's going to come out of your mouth before you even think. Your whole house is about to prophesy his word i just need to know who is willing so if you say pastor Devin, we are willing to join this is not an optional assignment for just leaders i want the whole body to join if you're willing i just want you to raise those hands or however you can get in a position to receive because i'm about to pray over you and then we're going to let you go eat while you can because this is the beauty keep those hands lifted on the way here i was just contemplating on this and the lord said you know Devin." He said, "If you're gonna fast the first, second, and third of every month, it means on day four you're gonna feast all year long. For the door, you'll give him those three days. Day four is gonna be a feast for your whole house. I prophesied now, all year you give him the three. Four is gonna be a day of leaping, a day of redemption, and a day." so lift those hands father give us grace to do what you're asking us to do from the youngest to the oldest father let this word not be about one person it's about your body it's about your bride and right now let Esther oil flow all over this place from the oldest to the youngest from the left to the right we say yes father give us the grace to mold our calendar around Be the filter of our schedule. And let us, God, mold our households around prayer. God, give us grace to fast. It's not our fault. We grew up in American culture, it's all about food. God, help us. Help us push the plate aside. Help us tell our flesh no. Help us not eat a bowl of soup and forfeit our birthright give us the grace to fast God make it easier than it's ever been let our children have joy in it let them have desire to do it help us fast and then Lord we give you our mouths anoint this whole house to prophesy Lord I just decree all of your sons and daughters will prophesy let the word of the Lord a sharp two-edged sword God let our mothers and fathers prophesy let our preschoolers prophesy let our sons and daughters prophesy your word so right now father all over this place let oil for this assignment fall upon us keep those hands lifted this is just what I heard the Lord say he said if you will fast every month miracles will break out in this place Oh, it's not our goal I just heard him say it's going to be a byproduct he said there's going to be a revival of health at redemption to the nation's church father we receive your word and we say yes there's going to be a revival of health at redemption to the nation's church as we yield to the word of the Lord systems are going to come into alignment So, Father, we say yes right now in Jesus' name. And then what I'm gonna do, and Pastor Kevin, if you'll prepare to come and close however you want to, I'm gonna lead us in our prayers for the nation. This will count for this month. Keep those hands lifted. In fact, I'm gonna go further. Join hands with your neighbor. into agreement in this place so Lord we say yes to this assignment right now we receive an anointing for this assignment we receive the promises attached to this assignment and father we yield our mouths to you right now make us a people of prayer make this a house of prayer for all nations but specifically to this nation and right now father we're gonna come into agreement and we're gonna prophesy your word this is how it's gonna roll all year. To start right now I'm gonna prophesy Isaiah 44 and 3 I'm going to insert our nation I just want you to come into agreement maybe you can throw it up there Isaiah 44 and 3 hear the word of the Lord America for I will pour water on the thirsty land of America and dreams up streams upon the dry ground of America I will pour my spirit out on your own and my blessings upon your descendants. Say yes and amen. Psalms 24. America is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and those who dwell in. He has formed it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? He will receive the blessing from the Lord in America and righteousness from the God of His salvation. Such is the generation in America of those who seek Him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O gates of America. Be lifted up, you ancient doors of America. king of glory he is the king of glory now lift your hands all over this place I want you to open your mouth and I want you to begin to prophesy over this nation I want you to give me 60 seconds you can do it and I want you to begin to command the gates of this nation to open that the king of glory May come in. I want you to command the gates of this city to open. That's the King of Glory. May come in. I want you to command the gates of your household to open. systems. Speak life to the economy. Speak life to the churches.